I might die. Does anyone have a snack or something? I can grab. <laughs> uh, just to look at. I'll hold up here. Hopefully you don't mind seeing. Back up. I can just look at this one. I can just click on that one. Oh, okay. We got a charger. We're organized here. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. So, meditate among yourselves for one moment. <laughs> We'll get started. Thanks for your patience. Happy to welcome all of you to our Thursday Mindful Awareness Meditation. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at MARC, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, which is over in the medical school at UCLA. So we come together every week to practice mindfulness and other associated practices. And mindfulness is about paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. I will say that the other day I said something to my daughter where I said, oh, that's like you had a lot of mindfulness. And she looked at me and said, what's mindfulness? <laughs> and I thought that was nice considering that I'm a mindfulness teacher. <laughs> she somehow missed that one, but <laughs> okay. Um, I hope you, I think she understands, like all children, there's an embodiment of it and an understanding, if not exactly a cognitive knowing. So in a couple of things I want to talk about today, I want to talk about the concept of equanimity. And equanimity is a word we don't often use in English language, and it really means an even-mindedness or balance in the face of whatever life brings. It's a quality of non-reactivity. Now, it's a wonderful quality that actually is developed through our mindfulness practice, and there are explicit practices that can be used to cultivate it as well. So equanimity is the sense that we don't have control over our external circumstances. We like to think that we do. We all live with the illusion of control, but actually we don't. We can. There are certain things that generally happen that we can more or less count on, but we don't have control over our external circumstances. What we do have control over uh, is our reaction to external circumstances, and that we can react from a place of more evenness, more balance, more peace, more connection to ourselves instead of from the typical reactions we might have of anxiety, irritation, frustration, whatever it is. Now, this was relevant last week for those of us who were practicing here and there was a baby in the room. I think you remember that. That made it kind of difficult, right? For some of us, maybe not for everybody. Um, it, there was The baby was just being a baby, doing his or her thing. And 
as you may or may not know, the hammer cannot say discriminate and can't say a mother can't be in here with a baby. So of course they were welcome here, but it made this that we had to practice with it. And so what happens in our mind is we just get irritated and I can't believe that's happening and there's that's so disrespectful and we're trying to meditate here and you know all of the things that are going on in our mind they're natural human reactions but what we can do is we can bring our practice to it and notice oh there's judging there's irritation what does it feel like in my body right now can I be okay with it can I just hear the sound as sound and when that happens, we can make a shift to a place of more equanimity, that it's just sound arising and passing away, that we don't have to get caught up in the whole story and make it a big problem. Because when we can do this practice in this way, it's huge implications for how we live in the world. Because we don't have control over what's going on. We don't have control over our political uh, system right now. We do, we definitely don't have control over that one, right? And people are, there's a lot of fear and anxiety and so forth. What we can do is find our way to our own internal peace to notice our reactions but not get caught in them, not get go down that train track. We've talked about that in the past. But come back to center in the face of whatever difficulties life brings. And that's the beauty of this practice, or one of many beauties of the practice. So we'll do our regular practice, and then I'll lead some meditation on equanimity. And um, that way you'll get a sense of how it also can be cultivated as well. Okay. So let's, um, let's settle back. Finding yourself in a comfortable position. Feet on the floor, hands resting wherever is comfortable. Back upright, not too rigid, not too tight. Eyes closed, or if that's not comfortable to you, you can open them, just not looking all around, looking mostly in one spot. It's nice to start with a few deep breaths. Allowing our bodies to calm or to invite in that possibility of relaxation. Maybe we can relax right away, maybe we can't, but we kind of create the space for that to arise. You can notice your feet on the floor the way that your feet make contact with the floor, there's hardness and pressure, warmth. Notice your legs against the chair. 
your back against the chair, heaviness, hardness, pressure. Attending to your stomach area, is it tense or tight? See if you can allow it to soften. Breathe, let go. We're in a bit of a oasis here, an oasis from the craziness of the external world. So I just want you to enjoy being here, being present, the softening and relaxing of your body, of your nervous system. Relaxing your hands and fingers. Your arms and shoulders. Relaxing your face and facial muscles. Soft. And just noticing your whole body present, just being. So we turn our attention to the sound, noticing the sounds coming and going. Noticing the quiet. Noticing that we have we might have a reaction. And then just be aware of that reaction. Letting it go. We don't act on it. We don't have to take it so personally. And in that way, we're cultivating equanimity simply by listening without trying to get rid of something or trying to hold on to it, just being. We can find a place of center in the midst of the external activity. So sound can be happening around us, but we can still be centered and connected and even at peace. And this is equanimity. It comes naturally through our mindfulness practice. And now bring your attention to your breathing, letting go of the listening, and just finding your breath in your body. 
your natural breath in and out through your nose. Tune into where you feel it in your body, your abdomen rising and falling, or your chest expanding and contracting. or the air moving through your nose. As we know, it's helpful to find a main focus for your meditation. So choose something, your breath or the sound. And if you choose your breath, pick an area I mentioned your abdomen rising and falling, your chest expanding and contracting. Or the sensations at the tip of your nose. Or as I said, listening to the sounds as they come and go. All of these work wonderfully for a main focus for our meditation. So pick something now doesn't matter. Just choose whichever's felt the best to you or the easiest. Moment after moment. Breath after breath. Sound after sound. We Bring our attention to these subtle movements or sounds, maybe not so subtle. And we just notice. And then sometimes our mind starts to wander. We begin thinking about this or that. We get sleepy or we space out. Or we get irritated or we start fantasizing. Or we're not even really sure what happens, but we just know we're not really here. This is all part of the process. These things happen. We kind of get lost. And then there's a moment of waking up where you realize you're lost. Oh, okay, I'm not present anymore. And that's when you redirect your attention back to what you were focusing on. And you just keep doing it. And this is the practice again and again, coming back. For those of you with more experience, you know that when other things become obvious, you can also attend to them. You can notice body sensations, emotions, mental states like sleepiness or restlessness. Once it no longer holds your attention, just come right back to your main focus. 
Let's try this in silence and know that by doing this, you are cultivating even-mindedness and balance. You are cultivating equanimity.
As I was talking about equanimity, I was describing a quality of balance, even-mindedness, non-reactivity that we can have in our lives and we can cultivate it through our meditation practice. So as I talked about it, or as I'm talking about it now, see if anything comes to mind reminding you of a time when you had even-mindedness and balance, maybe resiliency in the face of something that was difficult. It doesn't have to be some big deal. It could be very minor. Just see if you can remember a time you felt balanced, at ease. And as you remember that situation, notice what it feels like inside your body. Can you identify what it felt like? Maybe a sense of coolness or competency or spaciousness or warmth or relaxation, what does equanimity feel like to you? Balance, ease. You might just say some words in your mind. You can say, I could be with things as they were. I could be with things as they were. I could accept myself as I am. Or any words that are true for this situation. I was calm. I could handle it. I didn't have to be in control. Notice how you're feeling and breathe. And now just bring up something that you're having a hard time being even-minded and balanced about. It could be something in your personal life. It could be related to the political climate. It could be anything that you're not feeling terribly balanced about. And notice what that feels like inside you. And just offer a few words before we end the meditation. Sending it out to yourself, to the, the memory. Just may I be with things as they are. Things are as they are. May I be with things as they are. May I be with myself as I am.
May I accept you as you are or be with you as you are. I will get through this. I can find peace. Just notice what's happening inside you. And notice if that feeling of equanimity might have kind of pervaded the more difficult situation. One day I can be at peace with this. May I one day have equanimity. And then just notice for whatever I'm feeling right now, whatever it is, equanimity or not, may I hold this with kindness. May I hold this with kindness. And then take a breath or two. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. This quality of equanimity is something we really need right now. The whole world needs it right now. So we practice it. And it doesn't mean being passive either. It doesn't mean that you don't act and you're not passionate about, you, about what you believe in, and that you don't work for change. It's just coming from a place of being more centered, more connected to yourself. So um, our, uh, just to say what I always say, our center, the Mindful Awareness Research Center, has classes, events, programs, all coming up. One thing I want to say, something that's happening here at the Hammer, November 2nd, that's a Wednesday, so I'll announce it again next week. There will be flyers there next week. But we're having two sets of kind of mindfulness events for free here, hour-long, one at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, and then at 5 o'clock and 6 o'clock. And there'll be um, some, of, some of our student teachers teaching on mindfulness, so you want an elaborate more understand, you'll get an hour workshop program and it's for free. So come and learn more about mindfulness. I'll let people know. What is it? No, they're all different because there are different teachers every time. So you could stay all day if you wanted to meditate all day. Why not? <laughs> come on down. All right. It'll be in the lab space, which is across the hall, um, across the big courtyard on the other side. I'll announce it again next week and there'll be flyers as well. Uh, yeah, that's that's on Wednesday. So Thursday, yes, I'll be here next week. Yeah, every week, it'll be here. We're here. There's nowhere else to go. All right, <laughs> I'll be out in the hallway if you need it.